Today's episode is brought to you by High Heels and Politics with Marianne Christie. Join Marianne as she interviews political leaders of Southwest Ohio and beyond. Download the show wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Pam, I have a question for you. What do you got, Ryan? So you ready for the schools to come back and ask for 16.78 mils again? Uh, Ryan, I've heard that they're not doing that. I've actually heard that it's just going to be an operating lobby. But Pam, the school board told us this is what we needed. It was a necessity. They're not lying to us, are they? (laughs) I'd be shocked. This is the Voice of Loveland, the podcast for ionloveland.com. I am your host, the Loveland Tadler, R.D. Kulik, and with me here is somebody that is never going to lie to me or you, the good listener here, and that's the other greatest host here. That's Pam Gross. How are you today, Pam? I'm good, Ryan. It's nice to be back, and we're ready to go. Yeah, it's kind of a break. I was uh, I was sweating it out. All the equipment here is super dusty because we'd been rocking and rolling and then took a week off and went back to our every other week schedule. And you know what? It's uh, There's a lot to talk about, but we're going to focus here again on the school levy. For those of you that are living under a rock and just suddenly decided to listen to us, Loveland recently did not pass a very, very large school levy. Now, I know you guys all know that. I'm just being kind of goofy here. But 16.78 mils. Now, Pam, the day before the election, the day of the election, the weeks leading up to the election, you had school board president Art Jarvis, because the rest of the school board doesn't ever seem to say a word whatsoever. You had the school superintendent, Dr. Amy Krause. They were very, very strict on, look, guys, we need this. Our buildings are falling apart. And I have told everyone, I've told you, Pam, I've said this on the podcast, I have a kid that is in those schools. And yes, those schools, in my opinion, need to be replaced. So they said, this is a necessity. We have to do this. And then they got their butts kicked at the voting booth. And what was it? Uh, was it 78 to 22? Yeah, 78. Now, yeah, I mean, you can round it and Ugh. make it 80%. I mean, it was pretty much, if that was a vote of no confidence, that's about as strong as you can, that's about as strong of a message as you can possibly send. Yeah, you're looking at it basically yeah. for every person that voted for it. Four people voted against it. Yeah. That's astounding. And like you said, it's a vote of no confidence. Is. This isn't about, we don't want this levy. It's about, this is completely unacceptable, and those that put it forward are completely unacceptable. And so, Pam, you know, you said maybe Mr. Jarvis and Dr. Lorenz, who's the other school board member that have been there a long time, and they ran unopposed in this election. And again, I believe a lot of that unopposition, I think that's a word, if it is, it is now, was because they didn't even release this levy number till the last possible minute. So a lot of these people, the nearly 80% of residents in the school district who were angry about this had no chance whatsoever to run against them. But they ran unopposed. They got in there. They're the ones that have been there forever. They're, I mean, we're going to discuss this a little bit later on. They caused this mess, and now they blame everyone else for it. Or, I'm sorry, now they're being apologetic before they were blaming everyone else for it. But I said, you said, maybe they need to step aside. I said they need to resign. And I stand by that. Yes. We need a leadership review in the school board, and we need new leaders. Yes. Uh, We need uh, not only the review, but we need a removal. Well, I'm going to go even, I'm going to double down on it now, because especially with... uh, Mr. Jarvis, I know recently they had a meeting and he apologized. And I know a lot of the people who, a lot of the the thought leaders, the, um, what do you, God, how do I want to say this? The, uh, the, the vocal leaders of the no campaign 
on their social media and everything, who, again, Pam, right before the election, were demanding that Art Jarvis and Kathleen Lorenz, I think they were demanding the entire board <laughs> resign, which I wasn't going to go that far. Now these same active social media people are, are saying, oh, we got to work with them. You and I know that Art Jarvis is very good friends with Mayor Kathy Bailey, and they want to keep the power structure as is in Loveland. And Mr. Jarvis has his 5-0 council, and now Kathy Bailey has her 7-0 council or board and council. So we can continue to have no discussion. But here, this is my point. I really think Mr. Jarvis needs to resign now and Dr. Lorenz because they lied to us. That's what they did. They told us we needed a 16.78 mil. I believe at one time you brought it to my attention I believe in one of the board meetings, Mr. Jarvis, and I know Dr. Krause said it on the TV news, if it fails, it's coming back. Yeah, it's interesting because you have a lot there to unpack. Um, <laughs> I, as I always do. No, that's okay. <laughs> when you said that Mr. Jarvis apologized, what's he apologizing for? Getting his butt kicked? I, I, I mean, what? Ser- I, I'm yeah, actually no, you, being really serious. No, no. What is he apologizing for? I mean, he is the one who you know, was the face of the board because he is the president of the board. So he was always speaking on behalf because goodness knows I've never heard the others say a word. Everything was, we have to have this right now. We have to do this now. And it has to be this amount. If we don't get this right now, then nothing can move forward. So what's changed? So I'm, I'm confused by that. So I'm, I'm not sure what you're apologizing for. I'm not sure what has changed now. And then you had, you know, the very vocal no people. They made it very clear they didn't trust these people, that they felt like they were being lied to. And now you want to work with these people? Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you guys, I am very, very confused by all of this because for me... And, and I'm only talking about someone has someone who owns their own business, who has worked for other organizations, who has come in as a consultant for other organizations. When you do not have trust in the people who are supposed to be leading an organization, you have to remove those people in order for you to move forward. So if you've spent all of this time for the no people on their side to say, we don't trust this board. They're not giving us the information. They have to go. And now all of a sudden you're saying, oh, well, it's okay because, you know, they're apologizing and that we're all just going to work together now. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. And then for Mr. Jarvis and anyone else to come out and, and apologize, I don't know what you're apologizing for. You either believed that this was necessary for the school district to move forward, and it was necessary to give the opportunities to kids in the future to be for their educational needs. If that was the case of why we had a 16.78 mil, what changed? And then if you recall, too, a couple of things came into play when I heard that. First, we had heard from Dr. Krause, what was it, about three or I think it was about three weeks before the election, and they had that big meeting up there at the school, and she told people, that if this did not pass, they were going to come back in March and the levy was going to be even bigger. Yes, she did say that. What changed? This is where I'm, I, I got to tell you, I'm confused, kids. I'm just so I'm gonna, I'm confused. I'm going to play armchair political consultant here. Pam, if they put a 16.78 mil plus levy on the March ballot, which will be the next known election we have. They could obviously, well, actually, I don't know if they have enough time to call a special election, but still, if they did that, 
it's going to fail. And I know Dr. Kraus, board president Jarvis, the rest of the board, they all know that. They know it's going to fail. So you're still getting nothing. So they're thinking to themselves, let's get something. The first thing they're going to look at is the operating part of it. We want to pay our teachers. Teachers, I can tell you from my experience with the Loveland schools, teachers have been great with my kid. The buildings, though, are a problem. They are a major, major problem. And like I said, we're going to get into who caused that problem. And they're very familiar names that we've said a few times already on this podcast. But you are now telling me the safety of my child, the facilities that they live in. So, Pam, my son plays basketball. And you go and you sit in those bleachers. I mean, I need to lose weight. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I'll be (laughs) the first to admit that. But. I see a lot of people bigger than me. And when I sit on those bleachers, I'm afraid, oh, this is not safe. This is not good. I, th- those facilities are in poor shape because they have not been maintained. And you can go back and look at that. And they just haven't been. And even when I came here six years ago and I was looking at the schools, I was told by school administration, oh, yeah, all these buildings need to be replaced. All of them is what they told me at the time. That's six years ago. And there are, there are issues. Go to the middle school intermediary school. Tough. I need to go back to middle school so I can say intermediary. But those facilities out there, their athletic facilities are not great. I mean, we are, as a school facilities-wise, we are very far behind our peers. And that does matter to education. It does. And I'm not trying to champion the levy one way or another. But when I looked at it, when I made the decision how I was going to vote, I was more looking at it from the facility side. I understand you have to do the operating side, but here's what the school's doing now. We need the facilities. We need the operating levy. That's what they say before. What was the election now? November 5th? That's what they say before November 5th. And now they're saying, oh, you know what? We don't need this. We just need this. Why are you lying to me? You were either lying then or you're lying now. Which is it? I agree with you because once again, we go back to prior to the actual election, everything is, we need it right now. We have to do this. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe we can do an operating levy and then maybe we can do this. Okay, so here's my question. The school said that this is what they needed. If they decided that they needed the operating levy first and then they need maybe a building, you know, levy and, and whatever, then why didn't they do that? Thank you. Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they say, hey, guys, here's our long-term plan? Okay, let me, let me go backwards a little. See, when I think of a school board and I think of leadership from the school board, and I'm not just focusing on the board president. I'm focusing on we have five school board members, okay? The responsibility of those five school board members is to lead the school district, you are supposed to have your own voice and your own and, ideas. Right. And the point is, is that every board member should have a very clear vision for what they want the district to look like. All of them. They also have to set that vision and that goals into motion. All five of them. Which means communication. And you have to have a way of measuring that success. That's just fundamental to any kind of board. It's fundamental to any kind of organization. That's not been done here, clearly. But now we go back to if you have a very clear vision and a very clear goal of what you want the district to look like, then why didn't you go to the public and you go and say, look, 
we really need 16.78 mils. We understand that's a big ask. So here's what we want to do. We want to do it in stages. We want to do the operating levy first, which will be X. Then we're going to come back in March and we're going to ask for the building facilities or whatever it is. And then we'll be back again in November and it's going to be X. Why didn't you do that? Because now what they're saying is that, well, we're going to come back and we'll ask for the operating levy. But the whole time they're telling us they need it all. It was all or nothing. We had to do this all or nothing. It clearly wasn't. And you are exactly right. Somewhere along the line, it wasn't all or nothing. And they lied. Mm -hmm. Pam, I'm more convinced. I said this on the podcast before. I'm going to say it again. I am more convinced that this was all done. So Art Jarvis and Dr. Catherine Lorenz could keep their seats on the school board. They announced this at the last possible minute. So nobody could, could react them. and run against them. Right. Right. And when we talked about Sycamore, I said Sycamore put their bond issue. They talked about it in May. Yes. So you have something this big. And the way you even talk about it, how you want to maybe uh, piecemeal it or do one piece here, one piece here. You could have come out in May, even if you didn't have your solid number, whatever right. the heck that means. Again, we're, we're on an audio medium and I'm doing the stupid air quotes with my fingers. <laughs> but you could have easily, easily said this is going to be a big levy. They obviously knew it was going to be a big levy because they're, the Yes Pack was collecting money back in May. So say it's big. And then start your communications with the community then. And like Sycamore did. They created these great YouTube videos. They explained everything. They said, this is what it looks like. This is what we have to do. And uh, Sycamore passed their levy. Mm-hmm. So you want you claim now, oh, we want to engage with the community. Also, something else I just want to tell you. Sycamore also did a really, really great job in communicating what it was that they were doing, what their vision was. And they did a terrific job in communicating with the public on all kinds of different mediums. They used YouTube. They did a really, really good and thorough job. Loveland did it all in the dark until the last possible minute. Yes. They did it the least they had to do. And again, they they did what was legally required for them to do. Right. Because I again, I go back and I remember watching a video a couple of weeks again before the election and it was a person who was a big no supporter. And one of the questions had to do they asked several questions. Of course, all the board is there, not one of them said anything. And then there was an exchange near the end because one of the things that was stated was somebody had asked Art Jarvis a question and instead of answering the question directly, he directed that person to the Tiger Nation whatever facility study. At the end of this whole the time frame of the open forum, Mr. Jarvis, this is exactly what he said. He said, yes, I was asked a question. I did direct that person to the facility study, and I felt that was appropriate. You think you're going to work with that person now? Well, I, there's something. I, I'm there's, sorry. Yeah. This is just this is this is just very, very confusing to me because you had a very, very vocal no group of people. And that whole group of people talked about we can't work with these people. What's changed since the election? Because the people didn't change. Well, it's the example you use a lot of time is if you're the if you're inspecting a fire, is a fire inspector going to trust the arsonist to tell him how it all happened? <laughs> well, actually, you know, it, we talk about the fact that they want to come back. We think, we suspect, yeah, because right. obviously we will not know the filing deadline for anything in regards to the May 
May, March mm-hmm. primary is December 18th, I believe. Yeah, it is. So we really won't know whether or not they're coming back for a levy or anything else until December 19th, because the deadline's the 18th. Right. So- and the new Star Wars movie opens December 20th, so I'm not even going to talk <laughs> about it till after that, just so you guys know. <laughs> so, but my point is, is so, okay, so they come back now with this operating levy. Do you trust them? Do you trust this group of people that you screamed and yelled about? prior to to the November election, to do what they say they're going to do with the operating levy? Pam, it seems like that's what they've decided. And they keep talking about that we're going to heal Tiger Nation and move forward together. And again, I use that example of the fire inspector and the arsonist. I mean, you guys are kind of on opposite sides of the uh, spectrum here. Granted, the arsonist can tell you exactly what happened and went wrong, but are you going to trust them? That's where we go. And furthermore, again, 100% convinced that the timing of them announcing this levy was tied to Dr. Lorenz and Art Jarvis keeping their seats on the board. They're the seats they've held for a long time. That disgusts me. 28 years? That is such a... Well, not 20, the time. Not oh, the, time oh. the fact that they oh, used... Oh. I mean, again, yeah. it's not just my kid. Everybody else's. I mean, you're doing this for political maneuvering, so all your friends and the city council and wherever you are and everybody's all happy that you can keep doing your little secret meetings and keep making your little plans to carve up the city however the heck you guys want to carve it up. You do that at the expense of our child, of my child, of other people's children, but also of our property values. I mean, that's just gross. That's why you need to resign. But my secondary reason you need to resign You caused this problem. Yes. You were the one that did this. You guys were the ones. I'm going to leave council or I'm going to leave board members petted out of this Washburn and Portune. And I know some people are even screaming for their heads. And look, the three of you could have spoken up. And then that's where I'm going to say bad on you. But board president Jarvis and longtime serving member, Dr. Lorenz, you have known about the facility problem for at least a decade. And you did nothing. Right. I got a mailer about how we can't kick the can down the road. This is from the Yes campaign. It said, we just we have to do it now. We can't kick the can down the road. Well, there are two members of the board that that's all they know how to do is kick the can. And they've been kicking the can down the road for 15 years. Mm-hmm. So you caused this yeah. problem. And then you tell us we need to pay an, a huge amount of money. And then it doesn't pass, and then you're all apologetic. I don't want to hear you apologize about how you didn't engage with us over this levy. Because, Pam, and I'm sorry, I know you want to say something, but Mm. I have to say this. They did everything. that For four years, they engaged with the public. They did. For four years, they talked about it. But you know what they didn't do for four years or for five years, six years, ten years more? Is they didn't look at the problem and address it. They just kept kicking the can. That's why you need to leave. You have shown to be inadequate at fixing the problems with the schools. Mr. Jarvis, Ms. Lorenz, there is no confidence in you. Exactly. We go back to my first statement. I have no confidence in those two people. And if I have no confidence in that, then you can't support any kind of levy. You can't support any of that until we have people we have confidence in. And that is exactly what the no people were screaming and yelling about prior to the November election. And now all of a sudden, well, he apologized. Hey, Pam, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think, look, that 80% or 78%, that's not all the no people. It's just a small group of their spokespeople who, 
I, I want to know. I, I, wanna, I want them, because they're very active on social media, tell me what changed. Yeah. And if it's this whole notion of, well, it's time to forgive and move on. Guys, I don't care how hard somebody works. I don't care about all the hours they put in. I don't care about any of that stuff if the work they're giving me is bad work. What is it? The whole uh, don't work harder, no, work smarter. I was going to say yeah. the phrase is, is right. Don't work harder, work smarter. So now all of a sudden you're going to trust the people that can't do a good job. Before the election, you're saying there's no confidence these people need to leave. Then you win. And now all of a sudden, oh, well, now we all have to work together. We all have to heal together. We all have to do this. Guys, I don't want my property values to go down. I don't want my kid to have to go into a school that's not safe, which is what the board was telling me. And that's what I was going to say is it goes back to what you just said, too, is how does having an operating levy address the fact of all the things we heard, again, prior to the November election, that these buildings are unsafe, that these kids were learning in closets. I mean, it does. none of this has changed. No, no. And none of it has changed. No, so you got these people that cause a problem, kick the can down the road, do the most... For years. Yeah, do the most political schemey type of thing to make sure you can retain power don't announce a levy till the last possible minute and then everybody claims about how hard everybody's working and everybody i, I know what it is pam i don't like the martyrdom i don't like that they all claim victimhood you got defeated 78 percent of the voters and i know in loveland the voter turnout was 51 percent for the school levy because you have to add in sims in miami township it was 54 percent voter turnout that is resounding Oh, yeah. You can't trust these people with the money. There needs to be new. Look, this is the voters saying they have no confidence in you. We want new leaders and we want a new plan. And I'm going to leave Pam on something. I'll take all the credit for all the controversy. I'll take all the slings and arrows for this. But at the candidates forum for city council, because come on, you got to talk about city council. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mr. Blair talked about the city buying the property with the with the elementary school and the primary school and talking about the things the city could do with they didn't make any i mean come on it's the loveland city council they didn't make any specifics they just uh you know mr blair i guess we have to go have pizza or walk into the hallways to hear what he has to say talked about that had this idea had this notion and once again we know that board president jarvis and mayor kathy bailey are very good friends he even gave her a nice endorsement on her website well you also recall at that same forum when blair also uh Kent Blair said that. Kathy Bailey also said something, too, mm-hmm. about creating a TIF. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, so there are there are secret meetings and secret conversations going on between the school board and the council. So I don't know who's involved now with all of this, because, again, the the tenor of the loudest voices of the no group has changed a lot. And the school board is trying to have this idea of healing and moving forward and the community building it together. And all that stuff is great. You should always err on the side of doing more for community engagement than doing less. But we're on a time crunch because if this levy doesn't pass, I mean, we're talking about not collecting money 
now going into 2021. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking about these levies. We're already, what the school said we needed, they're already going to be losing at minimum months of that income. Yeah, and even if they get an operating levy in March, you have to remember that the money doesn't automatically come rolling in. It's probably not going to roll in. And I don't know this for certain because right. I don't know enough about the mechanics of how the money how, much, how they collected and right. how it goes through. But I suspect that even with a, a levy that would pass in March, you probably don't have any of that kind of money rolling into the district probably until 2021. So we have all these private or we have all these public entities all talking amongst each yep. other secretly. And again, between now and then, you and I, our big thing is what and what they're not going to discuss is what about the infrastructure needs? Exactly. All of these facilities are in Loveland. It's our streets, our sewers. It's our electric grid. It's all whatever, everything. I mean, I, I don't know how much we all control ourselves, but it's our stuff. It's our traffic. Yes. All of it is Loveland's, even though we are less than 50% of the students. And nobody's going to be discussing that. These are all big issues that, in the end, I can't trust. Traffic. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, because yeah. we started with, why is the school lying to us? Okay, well, the school told us they did a traffic oh, study, God. and God. they did not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go no, 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 no. Don't be. Sorry. No, that's right. So with all that stuff, we as the residents, as parents, as homeowners, as business owners, we're being lied to, and that's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. And it's interesting because just to tie up the board with, uh, I mean, with the school district with the with the council too, council has a 7-0, is going to have a 7-0 council. Yeah. That means we're going to have more land purchases that are going to be done by emergency. They're going to be done in secret. And we clearly know now from this uh, from this candidate forum that there's been conversations in regards to that building up on Loveland Madeira Road. And that whole process, I mean, good Lord. I mean, <laughs> the difference between six one and seven zero is just time, it, but it's an it important. It's important but, because even if the school board, if the school board was just four to one, yeah, maybe one of those people would have asked these questions, yeah, back in August, and maybe we wouldn't be where we are now. Maybe we wouldn't need an apology. Maybe we wouldn't need a healing. Maybe we wouldn't need all this stuff if at least somebody asked a question. You know what we need, Ryan, is sunshine. And with that being said, <laughs> The Voice of Loveland, the podcast for ionloveland.com, is a production of Ion Community. This episode was written, engineered, and mixed by Ryan Kulik and Pam Gross. And the music is by my father-in-law, Sherrod Sate. And Pam, we're going to be bringing that sunshine. Are you ready? We are. We are definitely going to be... Uh, the sunshine is going to... Uh, what is the song? Uh, never mind. Forget right. it. The anyway. Age of Aquarius. Yes, that's the that's sunshine Let the sunshine in. in. Right. Fifth right. dimension. That's right. There Anything... Uh, the musical hair. Oh, gosh. Well, you don't have hair. I don't have hair, so (laughs) I can't be singing that song. So before I start singing the song, Hair, anything left to tell the good folks? First off, I do want to, because we're recording this right before Thanksgiving, and we will not obviously have a Thanksgiving show. We want to wish everyone happy Thanksgiving. And I uh, hope you do have a wonderful holiday and hope you enjoy your, uh, your day with your family and your friends. So everyone, please be informed, be involved, be influential. 